Bukulba means happy. Word up. Celebrating the International Year of Indigenous Languages. Kinagai. Birluin. Walter. Badjili. Anpanairinja. Jalbo Wanganja. Ngaraguchainama. Wukuk. Yinjamara. Delkup. Diapa. Murupuk. Hi, my name is Janoa Gila, a proud Torres Strait Islander woman from Durrumbul country uh, in central Queensland, Rockhampton. On my mother's side, uh, I am Kala Lagawaya Langos language. And on my father's side, uh, he's from Egril village, Arab, uh, and his language is Meriam Mir. My, my understanding of Creole is a combination of uh, language and English because there's so many different dialects in the Torres Straits, that's that's a pretty general way of communicating across, uh, you know, a number of different dialects and languages. The Creole that is spoken in my household is not necessarily just towards Kalalagaya or uh, Meriamir. I feel like it's quite general. As an example of Creole, um, I would say I fourth Pikinini Blopibe, the second girl and named Lomi Genoa Rasila Gila. So what what I'm saying there refers to how I identify myself in, in my show, my Ruai. Uh, and I say that I'm the fourth child of five. I'm the second girl and my name is Genoa Rasila Gila. So uh, the first word that I was gonna share with you is gizzle. Now, gizzle means, in my mother's language, so kalalagawya, means more than one wind. I'm really fascinated by the winds, um, especially when I found out about the four winds of the Torres Straits, because we don't have seasons up there. Mum was saying that, you know, everybody lived by the ways of the wind, so each each wind would, uh, would tell you, you know, uh, kind of when to plant, root vegetables or when to go fishing for a particular fish like each each wind was a type of season and that really fascinated me another one that is more to me right now is segur or ginar um so segur in Mir is dance and on mother's side it's it's ginar so that you know my practice right now is is dance and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a storyteller and dance is my vessel at the moment in order to portray my stories. So that's that's something that is um, that I hold quite, quite closely to me and is actually very, very much the representation of my life right now. So so that that was a big one for me. And the last one is Kisai. And on that's mum's side, so Kalalago language, Kisai is the moon. I feel like I have a really interesting relationship with the moon. You know, apart from the fact that they say that, you know, the moon is feminine and the sun is, is uh, masculine. Like I'm a saltwater girl. The moon also represents tides and stuff, like, you know, the, the pulling and pushing of water. And, and also <laughs> when I get really creative, it's at nighttime. Always happens like between, you know, 11 p.m. and 2 or 3 a.m., which is quite crazy. Um, but that's that's when I'm at my highest peak of, you know, like uh, 
my mind is just full of creative energy and, and spirit and all that stuff. And I really like walking at night. So so that's that's why I chose Kisai. Uh, so when I be stand up outside, I be look there for Kisai and I be ask him, which kind the gizzle, the gizzle go blow? And when the gizzle go blow, then I can sit on a segur. I just said, when I, you know, when I stand there and look at the moon, I ask the moon if he could tell me which way the winds would blow. And when the wind would blow, then I could sit down and dance. And when I say sit down to dance, you know, like in, in Torres Strait culture, we, we actually do have sit down dances where we, where we uh, do a contemporary style of or, or traditional style of movement that tells uh, particular stories. So we sit down old babuk, we sit down cross-legged and, and we tell stories like that or we stand up and we dance. But in, in that particular sentence that I was talking about, I was getting ready to sit down and, and tell a story. The reason why I've tried to incorporate Creole into my work, my Ruai, is because I, I'm really, you know, I'm really interested in trying to bring language to mainstream stages so that people, you know, get familiar about our culture. I recently just did a tour with Belle Shakespeare and, and it was really interesting traveling around the country because, you know, I mean, me, me as a black fellow, I don't really understand Shakespeare all that well. So it was interesting to perform Shakespeare because I was like, this is a language that no one speaks anymore, you know, unless in, in an actual theater doing Shakespeare, like no one does it on the streets or anything outside. And tons of people come and see this thing, even if they don't understand Shakespeare. And I was thinking, well, you know, I am a First Nation culture of Australia, Torres Strait Islander. You know, how come, why, why aren't I putting language on stages as well? Even though people won't understand it, it is actually relevant today and people speak it today. So, so that's what inspired me to try and get my language on stage because I was like, if Shakespeare can do it, I definitely can. Word Up, bringing you the diverse languages of Black Australia, one word at a time.